Today's year is being sponsored by Yossi Klein from Superior Plumbing Muncie. You guys remember him? It's Chassidish Yingaman that learns on Shabbos instead of, <clears throat> and he learns on the plane. So Yishkoyach Reb Yossi. Um, it's interesting because he sponsored a year, and we spoke about, we also read the email from Yisrael Goldstein. Another Hasidish guy from Borough Park who, who claims that I'm an Anov. Based on, he had a, he had a Raya, because I mentioned uh, Srili Bornstein. So he, on Shabbos, I received this package and uh, I opened it up here live. And this is what it looks like in action. <laughs> All right. And he sent me this. And all I got is a lousy t-shirt, you know what I'm saying? This is from Shlemy Klein, this is from, uh, what's his name, um, Nu? Harry Shalom. Harry Shalom, thank you. Harry Shalom, and, and one of these is Mati's, but no, there's really 15 of these. So Baruch Hashem, we're good to go. Today's email is from Calvin Murray. Calvin Murray. His, his Jewish name is Yosef. Dear Rabbi Eli Stefanski, thanks for all the great shiurim. When I decided to do Daf Yaimi, I wanted to learn from someone in Israel. Now I have to give a Hagdama. Today is Sunday. That's why I'm reading this. In Chicago, at least in Chicago and, and across America, the minute on Sunday is to watch football. In fact, I was in Shul where, where I gave the daf. I finished the cycle in a shul called Adas in Chicago. And I was there for Mincha. And a, a Jew came from Mexico and he asked, could I say two words? So he said, yeah, go off. So he got off onto the beam and he said, Raboisai, you should all be embarrassed of yourselves. That was his Shalom Aleichem. And he explained that in Mexico, on Sunday, the Batim and Drashim are jam-packed. Whereas in Chicago, he found he couldn't get into that particular show. He was waiting and waiting until people showed up for Mincha. He says, what's going on here? You guys are watching football? You're making barbecues? That's what a Sunday is all about? And there were two people that I saw with my own eyes start to cry in the show when he was done. And he said, that's not the way it should be. And he gave a whole Muslim schmooze. But anyways, Sunday is a, is a football day, as we know. And uh, now with Corona, it's not so much a football day. So now with that Agdama, Hashem brought your Daf Yoimi team to me. And I have not missed any of your excellent classes. My wife and I converted to Orthodox Judaism seven years ago on the 18th of Adar, 5773. We have an apartment in Maladumim in the religious neighborhood of Mitzpenevo. We still live part-time in Columbus, Ohio. My wife wrote a book about our journey called From Rose Bowl to Rashi. I'm a former Ohio State football player. He's actually MVP. And the NFL player. He's the NFL player with the Philadelphia Eagles. And then in Chicago. But my greatest accomplishment is joining the most exceptional family in the world. Keep up the great job that you and your team are doing. Thanks, Calvin Yosef Murray. Here, if you want to see what he looks like. You know the guy? Gary, Gary Ben Moshe knows you. All right. Zokta Hilary Gumar. Your brother lives in Columbus, Ohio. Gary's brother lives in Columbus, Ohio. Shout out to Gary's brother. What's his name? Avi Ben Moshe. We're holding the Kuf Zayin Omud Aleph. Omer Baba. Omer Chiyabarashi Omer Rav. 
a bird gets trapped inside his clothing where he can't get out. He can sit there and wait until he can't just grab him, but he can make sure that things stay as is. We learned yesterday in the Mishnah that if a person sat down by a door and he filled up the door, in other words, the deer can't get out anymore. A second guy comes along and sits next to him. So the second guy is not accomplishing anything at this point. The deer was trapped by the first guy that sat down. So even if the first guy got up and went away, and the Mishnah goes on to give a marshal, an explanation. Look, if you take a deer and you tie it to your doorknob, the deer is trapped. So if a second guy comes along and slams the door shut, he didn't accomplish anything, the second guy. Then the deer undoes himself from, this, from the whatever rope. So the second guy that closed the door doesn't have to undo the closing of the door because at the time that he closed the door, it wasn't trapping at all. So too over here. The second guy who sat down didn't accomplish anything because there was the first guy there. The fact that the first guy walks away later on, he doesn't have to get up and go away. My love, it says in the Mishnah, Potter. And we learned the entire Masechta, but today we're going to see it a little differently. That the entire Masechta, anytime it says Potter, means Potter Aval Osir. But there are Bonan, it's Osir. My love, Potter Aval Osir. So the second guy, yes, he's Potter, but he's doing it, it's the Rabbanan. So, too, in our case, Nicholas Tzipar, a bird gets stuck in his clothing, should be Potter Aval Osir. What are you telling me? that he could sit there and make sure that everything's okay until nightfall. Says the Gemara, for the first time ever in Masech Shabbos, we see a concept called potter umutter. Not only is a potter the guy trapping a deer or sitting next to the guy that trapped a deer, he's completely mutter. He's like a guy that closes the door. And I'll prove it to you. It says in the Mishnah, this whole marshal of a guy sitting that the deer is already trapped, it's already tied up. says the Gemara, from that case, you see it's potter umutter. Why? Because this is the norm. If you have a deer trapped in your house, he's already tied to your bed then everybody closes and opens the front door. So because you close the front door, it can't be that this is even a slight iser, the Rabbanam. It has to be, says Rashi, it must be completely mutter. This is what people do. If people do it, then it has to be 100% mutter. Shema So to an hour case, it has to be 100% mutter. We also learn. Yeah, same case. We're going through the same thing three times. My love, pato mutter, loy. So now the Gemara wants to take it from the other side. Uh, it makes sense that it should be pato mutter. So the Gemara says, perhaps no, pato avalosser. But no! So we're taking it from the other side. I want to say that's pato avalosser. No, it has to be pato mutter. Why? Because the Mishnah says that it's similar to a guy that closes the door on a tied up deer. And that has to be 100% mutter because that's what people do. So this is the famous Shmuel in Masech the Shabbos called Pture the Shabbos Potter Avalosur. 
Anytime it says the word potter in the whole Masechta, it means that it's awesome in the Rabbanon. Potter, but it's still awesome. Lebar Mahanit, last the potter mutter. There's three exceptions to the rule. Chodaha, the one by the deer, that if it's already tied up and you close the front door, you're not over at all, and you could close the front door. Lechatchila. the potter mutter. How do I know this? The Tani Seifalam has a doymel and all this. And what's the, the second case? It's, it's, uh, that's the whole sugya. Yeah. Anything, it's no different than anything else. If it's tired, it's a, like we had yesterday, or it's in a small area, yeah. Makes sense. Uh... I thought you were going to say something about your kids. I don't know, trapping your kids, trapping your I don't know, fine. The guy pops a zit on Shabbos. He has pus, he has a boil. So on Shabbos, it's also to make a doorway. The doorway means to come in and out both ways. So if that's what you're trying to do, and Rashi says in his days, that's what they would do. The doctor would open it up and try to keep it open, yeah? Keep it open so that ear comes, the pus goes out, ear goes in. So it's a two-way door. So yichayev, either because it's boina, you're building, creating a doorway, or you're misakin kli, yichayev. Im You don't need the hole. All you want to do is get rid of the pus, potter. the potter mutter? And how do I know that in this second case, not only is it potter, but you're also mutter, and what would be the reason that's mutter? Because of the tsar. You have pain, it's causing you discomfort, so chacham will matter completely. But how do we know this? I'm allowed to touch muktzah, I'm allowed to touch a, a regular needle that you sew with in order to remove a thorn. So it's mutter. Again, because of the pain. Just by the kites, you have to be careful not to make a chabura, not to, when you take it out, you have to be careful not to cause any blood. V'idach, and the third thing, Hatzad Nachas B'Shabbos, we're talking about a non-poisonous snake. If you're dealing with it, that it shouldn't bite you. Just a, it's not, it's not Gishmak when he bites. He's not going to kill you, but still, it's, uh, it's painful. So, Potter. And in that case, it means Potter completely, it's Mutter, Imler, Refuah, Chayov. And if you're doing it for medicine, as we had, the, 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 the snake is, has different medicinal purposes, chayev. And how do I know that? In that case, it's completely mutter. It's not. You're allowed to put some sort of kli over the fire so that it shouldn't burn down your house. And over waste. And over that scorpion that's running around still in my house. By the way, uh, Rabbi Adler told me that these scorpions, they could live, that was his whole, he had it in a jar, he was doing an experiment. They could live for, I don't know, half a year or something without food. He didn't feed them since Elul. So maybe my cleaning lady tried to feed it, I don't know what the shot is. But all we have is we got an empty jar without a scorpion. I brought it home to take it to the night shear. I brought it to the morning shear, and by the time the night shear came along, there's no more scorpion. So it might be living in my house somewhere. 
you're allowed to do this lechatchila, and with that we finish. Hadron alacha oireg, hadron alacha oireg, hadron alacha oireg. If you like shrotzim, this is your perek. No, it's not only about shrotzim. Shmona shrotzim, and it's a short perek. We're going to be finishing this perek. We're going to make a grand tzium on Thursday. Says the Mishnah, Shmona shrotzim hamurim batayra. The famous eight shrotzim. The Torah talks about them here. There's a pasuk, not this. What do they look like here? This is one of the most difficult ones I've ever done. There's so much, so many of them. In English, according, these are all according to Rashi and the art scroll explaining Rashi. So there's different explanations. To it's not, this is not 100%. In other words, there's a lot of machlaikas in and a lot of different things. We'll just say, so we have some, a little bit, so we could uh, put our mind to it a little bit. And it's not, hachoyled, weasel, achbar, almost everybody agrees it's the mouse that we know. Tzav, in Hebrew, means a turtle, so I put a X on it. It's not a turtle, according to the art scroll. It's a toad. Not a frog, a toad. Tinchemes is a mole. You know, the guy that's somewhat blind, we had a sugi about him, and he digs in the ground. Anoka is a hedgehog. Now, this is not exactly, in the Torah, the Anoka goes over here, but because we're going to see that there's two lists, there's four and four. These guys on this side have thin skin. Anoka is a, some sort of porcupine, hedgehog. Koyach is some sort of lizard. Maybe it's chameleon, or leita is a lizard, and choymet a snail. Again, different cheetahs, different things. Some people say, where was it? Uh, this guy's a beaver, and this guy is uh, something else, uh, a slug, and within this, the, the, the lizard thing. Okay, but it gives us some sort of an idea of what we're talking about. These are the Eitrotzim, and they're unique that they have tumma. After they die, they're metama. Says Rashi that this is what we call people, people uh, trap these guys because they have value. You like this, their, their hide is good. They have valuable hide for whatever reason. <coughs> now, we're going to be discussing Choyvel. Choyvel over here means, come sit down. Choyvel means that there's, there's a Shom Aleichem, I missed you. Choyvel is that they are bruised. And we're talking about a bruise between the flesh and the skin. Because if blood comes out, there's no Shaila that that's considered Natilas Neshama, that's Shoichet, that's Aser, doesn't matter what animal it is. If you take out a little blood, there's, you're going to use the screen or you need a Gemara? You sure? Where's uh, Yeshua? Maybe there's extra Gemara. Shkoyach. Now, what's the, what's the Isra of Chayvul So Rashi says two things. Rashi says, either there's an Atilas Neshama, I'm killing it. 
Or he says, you're doing tzoyveya. You're dyeing the hide. There's a little bit of blood behind. And the Ramam goes on to say that it's mefarek, it's dash. It's you're separating the, you're taking the blood away from where it belongs. Third shita. Ushar shkotzim, biramosim, but other things, says Rashi's, like a worm, a snake, a scorpion. Hachoyvo bohem potur. So other shkotzim, biramosim, they don't have the same kind of black and blue like these animals. So if you give it a good zetz, it'll turn the color. And then the blood will go right back to where it came from. So therefore you're not chayiv. <coughs> Either it's not tzeveya, or it's not noit neshama, or it's not mefarek according to the Rambam. You didn't separate anything. It's there for a few minutes, and then it goes right back. The chayvah that we have, the reason why it's oser is because it never goes back to where it is. What happens to the blood? It has to somehow get out of the body, and it make a hole, it gets dry, whatever, like by us. It doesn't go back. That blood that comes to the surface never, never gets reintroduced to the body. And if you capture them, you trap them because you have a need for it, for medicine, you're Potter Says Rashi, Says Rashi that since this, these other shratzim, it's you don't. The th- it's not the derech to capture them. People don't trap them. There's no purpose in them. So it's a As Taisvis, if so, you're telling me that shaloy letzorech yipater letzorech yichayiv. As Taisus, according to the Mandoama that says, if this is not a common thing, so even if there's a tsayrach, you should be potter. And I want to point out that I, I don't remember Taisus saying this, at least it's not very, very common. And look at the last, last words of Taisus. Taisus, he took this Rashi and he erased it completely. Taisus, how many thousands of times does Taisus have a question on Rashi? And he goes, Vaiter. Over here, the question is so strong that he, he said it's impossible Rashi made a mistake in a Mepurusha Gemara. He said, it's, uh, some, some person put it in there by mistake, we got to erase it. Rabbi Tam, Mechokim in a Perushim. A unique Rashi, a uh, Taisvis. Anyway, says the, says the Mishnah, If you have a bird in your possession or an animal, Hatzadam Potur. Now, I'm assuming over here that it's potter, meaning like you have to go grab it. It's like running away from you somewhat, and you grab it. If it comes to you, obviously, there's no answer. But over here, the mission says potter. What does potter say? Potter have a losser. We know that if you have a dog, and you just walk over to the dog and grab it by the leash, you're not over on anything, even with the rabbanon. So it must be there's some sort of tzedah going on over here. V'achoyv o'bem chayv. Huh? Correct. There's no extra, well, it's not true. According to some, the, it's mukta. So, whatever. If you don't move it, move it. I'm not going through that again, because I got 10 emails from the people that have dogs. There's different ways, and we're aware. Fine. Says the Gemara, if 
you bruised one of these eight shrotzim, it must be that these shmoyna shrotzim, all these guys, have thick skin. Thick enough that there's a difference between their flesh and the skin that it could get trapped between it. And that's why you're chayim. Who's this? This must be Rabbi Yochanan ben Nuri. Now what? Shmoyne shrotzim yeshlem oirois. Oh, what? The snan Rabbi Yochanan ben Nuri oimer shmoyne shrotzim yeshlem oirois. Now we know that the shmoyne shrotzim are metama, but is the hide is the skin metama also? So if it has very thick skin then the skin is separate of the body. If it has very thin skin, then it's metama, it's part of the body. <coughs> so, so Rabbi Yochanan Benuri holds that the skin is separate from the body, it's not metama, why? Because it's very thick. Yeah. Oh, I don't know. I don't know. Maybe it just has a very thick skin compared to the rest of its body. Yeah, but I'm talking about in terms of thickness. Mushy, mushy. A lot of things are mushy, but they have very... You could be mushy and still have thick skin compared to your flesh. I, I never dissected it. Yeah. A snake, for instance, the Gemara's understanding that it has skin and maybe not, it might not be that mushy. But it's very thin compared to the rest of the body. So it doesn't have that black and blue bruising kind of thing going on. Now, Rabbanon say that there's a big difference. That this side of the chart, these four guys have very thin skin. So if they have very thin skin, their skin is metama. The guys over here on this side have thicker skin, so their skin isn't metama. They make a distinction. Not all the eight shrotsim are the same. There's half and half. Four have thin skin, four don't. Afilu Why are they mechulik? Perhaps, I'll say they're not mechulik because of a metzias, thin skin and thick skin, but rather because of the pasuk. Dechsev eila hatmeim lochem Maybe there's this special pasuk right over here. So here, here, here it is. This pasuk, pasuk Choftes, tells us about three shrotzim. Hachoyled v'achbar v'hatzav. Pasuk Lamed says v'hanoka v'koyach v'latov v'achoymet. And we're going to ignore this for a second, Matin Shamas. Because we're talking about the four, these four right over here Anoko, Koyach, Lito, and the Choymet. Tin Shamas is not on this list. The Gemara Chulun discusses it and says, According to this Peshat, it should be on the list. Okay, because this Pasuk actually has five. And then the Pasuk says, Ela. Ela, what's Ela referring to? Some of them. So from the hay, we learn that only part of these eight are metama. Which ones? It makes sense. The ones that are closer to this pasuk and the ones that are further away, the achbar and pasuk chavtes is not included. So that's a special limod when it comes to tumah. 
Everybody agrees that they have, it's considered that they have nice hide, and if they have hide, you're chayiv. There's a separation between the hide and the, and the basar, and you should be chayiv even on Shabbos, even according to Rabbanon, in all the shratzim. When it comes to Toma, there's a machlaiz Rabbi Yechim Benuri and Rabbanon, because Rabbanon learned this pasuk, Rabbi Yechim Benuri doesn't learn the extra hay over here. As the Gemara, will he in Shabbos be pligi? What, there's no machlaiz? You tell me everybody agrees, Rabbanon and Rabbi Yechim Benuri are all on the same page, and everybody holds that all Shemona shratzim, that if you chayvel, you bruise them on Shabbos, you chayiv. But Tanya, Hatzadech, Rabbi Yechim Benuri, Shratzim, Hamurim, Batoiro, Listen to this b'raiso. It's a very hard b'raiso. It's called the b'raiso m'shubeshes. It's very hard to understand. So let's take these words. Which ones did Chachamim say? Which ones did they say specifically in the Mishnah Chulun? These four over here. These four over here have thin skin. And the Bryce says, Ein ar, the only four that have skin are these four. These are the ones that have thick skin. So right away we see we have a problem here. We have a Bryce that's not going to be understood as red. The four that Chacham spoke about don't have thick skin. So what are you telling me that these four have thick skin? Abai sticks in a word, shaloi, and he makes it all good. Says the Gemara, you can't stick in a word and make it good. You have to, you have to, you have to deal with what you you have. Okay, it's a very hard price to understand, but don't stick in an extra word. It says. These are what Chachamim counted, these four on this side, and they don't have skin. In other words, all eight Shratzim have skin. And Chachamim admit to that. Just, they are mechulik when it comes to Toma because of this Pasuk. Because of this pasuk, but they admit that all the Shmona Shratzim have skin. In Tuma, in Tuma, the Mechulik. So if Chachamim say, listen, these four are Metama. So what does Rabbi Yechim Nuri say? These eight are Metama. He's Mechulik on them. If they say only four matama, he must say all eight are matama. Otherwise, where's the machlaik is in tumah? Vaktani, Rabbi Yochum Inuri, Oimer, Shmoyne Shrotzim, Yeshlem, Oirois, Veloi Mitamim. There is no tumah by the Shmoyne Shrotzim. According to what you're telling me, the Chacham said there's tumah in four, meaning Rabbi Yochum is mukhuluk on that, because in that Mishnah, he's mukhuluk on them. He must say eight. Omer Avadar Bar Masno, Torah Tzachi, Vachachamim Oirim, what does he do? He does a different trick. The opposite of Abai. Abai is stuck in a word. 
Rav Masa takes out a word. He takes out the word Ella. And now it goes from a positive to negative, from yes to no. If you read it, meaning there's, there is skin for the four that you count. But if you take out the word Ella, now it becomes there isn't Tumah. There is no skin. The, these four do not have tuma. If you say Ella means there is tuma for the four that they counted. And if you take out the word Ella, you're, you, you're left with the word Einar. There is no skin. This is not considered tuma. Big nafkamina. You take out the word Ella or you stick in Ella. I guess it's better to take out a word than to uh, add a word that doesn't exist. Ask the Gemara of Akatili and Shabbos Lepligi. What? You're telling me that according to everybody, all eight Shrotzim, Choival, Chabola is Osir. Matanya, Hatzod, Echod, Mishmene, Shrotzim, Mamurim, Batayro. Hachoival, Bem, Chayiv. We learned that if you trap one of the eight Shrotzim, Hachoival, Bem, Chayiv. The Chavala is talking about only in those who have hides. And what does that mean? If the, the blood collects underneath the skin, it doesn't have to come out because if it came out, everybody admits it doesn't matter what animal, even a worm, whatever the animal is, if you take blood out, which is a tolda of it's also. So we're talking about Nitzra Adam, it just collects. In other words, that if all eight, you do a Chabala, you're Chayev. Not just the Shmoyna, not just the ones that have skins, but all eight. So we have a Machlaikas here. There is a Machlaikas. In Shabbos, Rabbi Yochim Menuri says all eight, and the Tanakama, wherever it is, says only four. It's not the Chachamim that you're saying. The whole time we're dealing with Rabbi Yechim against Chachamim. Rabbi Yehuda, the Azabasa Gishta. It's somebody that holds like Rabbi Yehuda, not Rabbi Yehuda himself, because that would be problematic, but somebody that holds like Rabbi Yehuda that says that we have to feel the, the, the skin. Depends. It's not, a, it's not a complete list. We go, we feel. Maybe this animal has thick skin. Maybe this one also has. So one of these four might have thick skin, and therefore, we go by the field. It's not Rabbi Doimer, look, this guy right over here, this lizard, is like the Chulda. In other words, it has thick skin. Aval, Rabbonon, the Pligali, the Rabbi and but when it comes to the machlaikas of Rabbanon and Rabbi Yechim there is no machlaikas. They all agree, Rabbi Yechim and all the Chachamim agree that all Shmon Esratzim are, are, are Chabala. This is Chabala by all Shmon Esratzim. It's just Rabbi Yehuda that's Mechali. Yehachi, we're almost finished with the Sugi Rabbi Isaac. Yehachi, Haidi Rabbi Yechim so then why does it say this is Rabbi Yechim Menuri? Rabbi Yechim Menuri, it's Chachamim and Rabbi Yechim It's a lot of people. You're right. We have to say it goes according to everybody. I don't see who's up there. Yisrael Goldstein is there today? He's there. And what about Shlemy Klein? Anybody see? Shlemy Klein's on. So you guys saw the picture with the, um, 
forgot to mention, Yisrael Goldstein for this, Yisrael Shlomi Klein for this, Yisrael Harry Shalom for this. I don't know, I forgot to mention you guys. Let's see, okay. I mentioned, but I didn't, I didn't see them on Zoom. I wasn't saying a personal Yishkoyach. Yishkoyach. Much appreciated. Boy, Menei Levi Merebi. Menei Chaburu Shein Chozeres. How do you know that this Chaburu, this, this, this bruise, never goes back to its original? Maybe it could go back. V'chsiv hayaf oich kushi oiroi. V'nomer chababuru roisov. Does the kushi, he can't switch his skin? To be lighter, of a leopard, could it switch its beautiful colors? No. If we're talking about its different shades of colors, the pasuk should say it has different colors. So we learn from here a different halacha. In order to be over on chabur on Shabbos, it has to be one of these chaburas. That never goes back to its original. In other words, the blood hardens and gets expelled from the body. It never goes back into the body. It says in the Mishnah, "New sugya, we could wake up. We could new sugya. Ushar shkotzim." It says in the Mishnah that if you do, if you do a chabala to other shkotzim, you take a worm, you take a scorpion, you give it a little, a little bit of a kvetch on Shabbos. You're not over. Why? Because the blood goes right back. Ha hargon chayav. But if you kill a, a scorpion, you'd be chayiv. Mantano, the sign of Lezo, Amen. Hahoyre kine b'shabos, kehoyre gomel b'shabos. Lezo is the opinion that there's no difference if you kill the smallest animal in the world or the largest animal, an elephant. Gomel just means a huge animal. There's no difference. Taking an ashama is taking an ashama. Doesn't matter what. Nefesh. Kehoyre gomel b'shabos. Like Dr. Epstein told me on Chavez, he's very nispal from that Rashi. He loved the Rashi. The Rashi says that every Jew, you see, if you're by a ptira of any Jew, it doesn't matter what, you have to write rip kriya. Because Rashi says, because every Jew has Torah and mitzvah, somewhat of Torah and mitzvah. He loved it. Every animal has, has a neshama, has, has natilas neshama. Even killing a little louse, ichayev. Kahayri gom v'shamas. The whole machlok is between Chacham and Rebbe is only by a louse. The Eina Parvarava. Oh. So we have this in Shas a bunch of times, and this a lot of raid, and people wrote books about this Gemara. The Gemara says that a, a louse doesn't reproduce, it, 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 it's created sp- spontaneous generation, spontaneous. Regeneration, something like that. So the simple understanding of it, the way I like to understand it at least, is that anything that is microscopic to the point that the human eye can't see, the Gemara considers it doesn't exist. So if you're going to say, oh, corona reproduces, and no, in the terms, the Gemara doesn't count it at all. It doesn't, it might reproduce. The Gemara is not arguing that. Just for us, the Gabi us, it's ain't a parvirabah. Right. It's like, we don't, like people, like if you, if, if you need to use a microscope to see if there's a, a bug on a, on, a, on a certain food, then you're not, you don't have to do that. So that's how they explain. That's the simple. There's a lot of explanations and whatever. 
says the Gemara, Aval Shar Shkotzim Rumasim, the Parim Viravim, Loi Pligi. It's a Shailin in a Laos, but not in other Shkotzim Viramasim. I mean, you can understand. Your kid comes home from school, you went through the here, everything is good, it's 100% clean, comes back at night and Shalom Aleichem again. So it has to be. It's, uh, you know. And they didn't even have, I, I don't know how they lived back then. Terrible. What? They had, it was just a thing. They couldn't get rid of it. Just, they didn't have that comb, they didn't have that stuff. It was, just, it was there. Yeah, yeah, we learned those sugis. Please, ugh. Menachem says they had it on their body as well. True. Oh, yeah, but that's a different type of laos we learned. Okay. Hmm? He's starting to get itchy. <laughs> I hope it's your imagination. What's the machlaikas? Elam. What's Elam? Elam is that animal in the, in the Mishkan that they killed. So that's the, uh, the, when you're talking about killing an animal, it's the Ayel. He learns straight out from Ayel. Anything that you take its Neshama, you kill it, you are Chayr. No, it's not just, not so simple. It has to be more than that. It has to be part of it. reproduces. You can see the rep- re- reproduction. I've called the power of and uh, and this Laos not. What do you mean? I have a Baruch sits and gives sustenance to the eggs of a, of a Laos, to the nits. No, it says Mefurish. They have nits. They have they have. There's no spontaneous reproduction to, to an egg. Spontaneous reproduction, it's a fully grown thing. Says the Gemara, Minohu Dimikri Beitzikinim. He's going to have to explain that there's a type of louse that's called Beitzikinim. It's not referring to the egg of the kina. But Hanya Tipui U Beitzikinim. Minohu Dimikri Beitzikinim. Fine. There's a certain type of louse that's called Beitzikinim. That's but in general, they don't have beitzim. What about a flea? The parav So if you trap a flea, Rebbe says yichayev. Says Rashi, we're talking about the fleas on his clothing. Mashma and the Mishnah brings this that if the flea is on your skin. And the same thing with a mosquito. You see a mosquito biting you, you're allowed to trap it. To flick it away, you're always allowed to do. If, if you didn't, but if it's on you, then you have a new heter, you're allowed to trap it. It's funny because I saw a shayla. It says, if it's on uh, the Beis Yosef, the Beis Yosef asks on Taisvist, like literally a kasha like the Gemara asks on a Mishnah. The, Mishnah. the Gemara always does it. It says that if it's on your skin, you're allowed to trap it. If it's on your clothing, you're not allowed to. It's mashma, if you take each one, so if it's on your skin, you're allowed to trap it, mashma, that if it's not on your skin, but between your skin and your clothing, inside your clothing, you're not allowed to, because it's only on your skin. But if you take the other part of Taisvist that says on your, on your clothing, you're not allowed to trap it, mashma, that if it's underneath your clothing, not on your skin, you are, mamasha diok in Taisvist, and ipaskins l'chumra. Vaiter, v'tanyo, omer vashi, 
So what's the kasha? You see from here that you let a trap. If you let a trap, maybe you let it also kill because it's not considered anything. If you let a trap, why you let a trap? Because it's garnished. So if it's garnished, you let it kill it too. Omer Ravashi, say the Ariga garments. I can learn from the Rebbe Lezer, Rebbe Shua, El Demar Sova, Dove Shem B'Minin Inside Chayov, Umar Sova Potter. Something that you don't typically trap. It has no purpose. So Melo, whether you Chayov a Potter, that's a machlokes. Avli in Ariga, Avli Rebbe Shua, Moed, you're not allowed to kill it. Is this a Shailah? You're allowed to trap it, but nothing to do with killing. Hatzadon L'Tzorech Chayov. The other anything else, not the Shmonesh Ratzin, if you trap it because you have a good purpose, then you're chayev. Mantana, Omer Rav Yudah, Omer Rav, Rav Shimini, the Omar, Melacha, Shein Tzrich, Legufa, Pater, Leho. So this, this is Rav Shimon, that holds Melacha, Shein Tzrich, Legufa, Pater. In other words, if there's no positive, constructive action to your Melacha, you are Pater. So therefore you're Pater. If it has a positive, you're going to use it you're trapping it because you want to use the hide, then you're chayiv. But you're trapping it because you want to just get rid of it. And that I brought down yesterday if you weren't here. I don't know if you heard it last night's shares. So I'll say it just for you. Because the Bir the, the, the says that a person, who's going to see in a second, that if you are trapping a snake, not a poisonous snake, you're trapping a snake because it's bothering you. You're scared of it. It's, it's grossing you out. So you trap it. It's mamish mutter. Not that it's potter of loss, it's mutter. Because it's not, it's not in the category of tzedah. Trapping means I'm trapping somebody, something because I want it. Over here, you're trapping something because you don't want it. You want it away from you. That's the opposite of trapping. trapping the trapping of the Mishkan was because they wanted those, those animals. They had to trap the chilazan. But if you're trapping something because you're scared of the bee, you're scared of the snake, you want it out of your house, that's not trapping. Ikut the Laha. That's what he brings down. I, uh, I don't know. I'm not passing along. He, right. That's what it comes out from that. That's what it comes out according to the Bi'ar Lacha, but he's explaining a steer in the Rambam, so I don't know. I don't know how they pass in Lacha. Don't pass in based on what I say. Please. Yeah, it doesn't matter. That's but that's that's secondary. That's secondary because at the time that you trap, you trapped it. Now you have to know why did you trap it? You trapped it because okay, so that's right. That's the same thing as a bee. That's the same thing as a snake. The question is, do we pass la lacha? Can you do it The question is, is it mutter or potter? It's for sure potter. The question is, could you do it lechatchila? Can I go ahead and try to trap a juk on Shabbos? I don't know. I don't think I don't. I think people are more machmer in it. I don't know. Um, by the way, I just did it this week. We had in the coil a hornet. If you want to know how to do it, this is how I do it. In that base measure, this is a hornet. I took a cup. It was bothering people, so I took a cup and I trapped it. Then I put a piece of paper behind the cup. So obvious. Everybody knows this? Okay, fine. And you let it go. But on Shabbos, could you do it? It would be nice to know the halach lamaisa. Ikin the Hamapis, ooh, it's already eight. Hamapis Mursa B'Shabes and Lasses Lopech Chayev. If you if you if you're trying to make a, a nice opening in your skin, like Rashi said, that's what the doctors would do to let the pus out, but also to let air in. Chayev im lahaytzim v'neleicha. If you just try, you don't care about the doorway, you don't care about the opening. All you care about is to get the pus out. Potter.
Mantano, or maybe the Omer Rav, Rabbi Shimini. I don't want to take the pus out, I just don't want it in my body. So it's a different way of looking at it. It's a solution to a problem. It's not, I don't want the pus on the outside of my body, I just don't want it inside my body. Obviously we're not talking about a poisonous snake. A regular snake, I just don't want it to bite me and bother me, Potter. But if you're doing it for Rufu, Matano, Shimini. Let's go two more lines. Just I know. Let's push it a little bit. Take a, a, a fish out of the water. Now we're not talking about fishing on Shabbos because fishing on Shabbos would be seidan aser. So he's in your refrigerator or in your bowl. You're goldfishing. You go like this. If if once it becomes dry. You're over on killing it. Aye, it's still alive, and you put it back in the water, you think it's going to swim around, it's dead. Halachically, it's dead, because it's going to die. This is only referring to that it became dry between its flippers. Even if it becomes not dry, but that it becomes slimy, that you, like, like uh, mucusy, and you touch it and it starts becoming, like something sticks to your finger, that is also considered that you killed it, Fine, let's stop over here. Have a wonderful Geschmack day. Nachman. <laughs>